Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Expert Answers from Inside Scientific. Inside Scientific is the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today, we are joined by Peter Lund von Leitner. Peter is a doctor at University College London. He is here to speak about the application of electroretinography in rodent in vivo research studies as a method to better understand and characterize eye function. Let's jump in. First of all, knowing what I know about um, your technology, I guess, Christine, maybe this question is directed to you. Does Phoenix uh, not offer an electronic control box for the ERG system? Thanks for that question. Sure. So um, we do have an updated version of the control box that you saw. And so instead of having the dials on there, we actually have it. It's controlled through LabScribe now. So it's a little bit easier and you can sort of control everything through the computer without having to reach over to the dials. I could see why that would be a bit difficult. So yeah, so it's updated and it is uh, fully electronic right now. Perfect. I guess uh, maybe this has been answered, but again, uh, Christine, perhaps I'll start with you. The question really is, you know, what is the difference between focal ERG and Gonsfield ERG, if you could just sort of define it uh, for those that aren't familiar with the technique? Yeah, absolutely. So Peter focused on focal ERG, which as you saw has a lot of great applications. You can, um, you shine the light specifically on different parts of the retina. And so the spot size varies from, oh, I think 250 microns is our smallest to all the way much bigger. Um, so yeah, so you can focus on different parts of the retina. So if you have lesion, you can shine a light specifically on the lesion versus other parts. Um, whereas the Gansfeld is a full field measurement. So you're shining the light in the whole retina and getting the response from all of the cells in the retina. So again, Gonsfeld, full field, shining light into the whole retina. Focal is shining smaller spots of light onto specific parts of the retina that you select and getting the response from those. Okay. Peter, do you have anything to add to that response? And are there certain applications where one method is more preferable to another? Well, at the time, at the time when we bought our system, uh, the Gansfeld uh, um, uh, was not available as a module to the camera, um, uh, and when it was released, uh, the, the Gansfeld system, which was two years ago, I think, it was fully automatic. So we thought, yeah, that's the one to have. But uh, yeah, there was a funding issue, so we got stuck with the, the uh, um, focal ERG. But I can say that. that uh, um, well, first of all, Christine, if you could mm -hmm. clarify the focal ERG system, can that be automat uh, um, automatically programmed or is it just the Gansfield system that you have? <laughs> You select the flash strength. It's they're all they're both electronic on LabScribe, so you can you select the flash strength uh, manually for those. So so my system is manual, but mm -hmm. the Gansfeld system is automatic. Is that correct? Um, automatic, as in you have macros to run, or no? That we have to manually set the each light level. That you is, do manually select with the. The Gansfeld as well, yes. Okay, but my system that I've been presenting today it is an upgraded version of my of the system that we have that that I've been presenting, which is programmable. 
I, I, I'm going to jump in here because I, um, That's with, okay. with, yeah, That's with, yeah, and, and with any software program, you can obviously save these settings and then create templates and, and run various protocols. So, um, yeah. and, and as I, as I will indicate, um, you know, momentarily, there are opportunities for our audience to get uh, specific technical information from, from Phoenix. So, um, moving on to, uh, other questions, um, Early on in the session, it was asked if the platform for the mouse is heated to maintain constant body temperature and if that's important. So um, I guess I'll, you know, Christine, did you want to start by tackling that question? Sure, yeah. So the boxes, and I think you could see that with Peter's pictures, the boxes do have a um, plug for a, a heater that we provide with the system, and that goes on the mouse platform, which is also included in the system. And so you can, it's very important to keep a steady body temperature during the experiment as the body temperature can affect the waves. And so it's kept at, I believe, I want to say 37 degrees um, body temperature, so very comfortable. Mm, 37 sounds high. Anyway, um, very comfortable for the mouse, and it keeps it steady. I think it looked like Peter had a little bit of a um, alteration with that, but if so, that's a possibility as well. But the system does come, yes, with a heating pad included. Okay, perfect. And uh, Peter, I suppose maintaining uh, physiological body temperature is very important for the oh, yes. accuracy oh, yes. of the signals. And the last reference that I show you, that I mentioned in the slide before, Hecken Lively, he's done an experiment where he shows a body temperature. Uh, no, he shows the B wave amplitude as a function of body temperature. And it's quite, uh, I mean, it's, it's very important that it's kept steady. Okay, perfect. Christine, with, with relation to the system itself, um, there are many, many questions, but let me just ask a couple. Um, can you do Flickr with your system? Yes, you can do Flickr. So you can program that and you can choose different frequencies and you can do that with both the Focal and the Gansfeld. It's uh, through the LabScribe program again. Okay. Pardon me while I just filter through some of the, the many, many questions here. Sure. Um, Peter, you were talking about noise at one point in time, and there's a specific question here about whether uh, cell phones should be left out of the room when conducting ERG using a system like this. Yeah, we used to have a lot of music and Bluetooth and, uh, you know, had <laughs> mobile phones, but not anymore, no. Yes, it does affect. So, so... Uh, the, the less the better and as a matter of fact one thing that I forgot to mention is that you want to not yourself but you should ask your institute technician to any cables associated with any two any any uh, high voltage cables associated with the system the, the ground cable should be it could be connected that way you will synchronize and minimize the 50 hertz loss, right? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you will tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. For the full webinar, please see the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.